0: Hello and welcome to episode 27 of the Gamify Everything podcast. My name is Monica Miller and I'll be your host for season two. Shout out to the amazing Marcus Howard for all of his work on season one. You can check out his interviews on any of your preferred podcast platforms or on our YouTube channel, Gamify Official. Um, So I've got a bit of a confession to make. Uh, I'm a total newbie when it comes to blockchain, crypto, NFTs and the metaverse, which happens to be exactly what this podcast is all about. But I'm a gamer, well, more like a retired gamer, and I'm curious about all the cool projects people are working on throughout the entire tech industry. As a new host of the Gamify Everything podcast, I hope to walk away with a better understanding of the tech that has the potential to revolutionize the gaming space and our everyday lives. I'm grateful to the Gamify team for giving me the opportunity to host. So thank you, Jono, Chris, and Laura. Shout out to you guys. But... Getting back to the purpose of today's podcast, episode 27, we'll be chatting with Kurt Pittman, the, the co-founder and CCO of Big Fan, an Ireland-based team <clears throat> that is reinventing sports collectibles through officially licensed NFTs that provide access to metaverse-driven fan experiences. Kurt, I'm going to go ahead and bring you to the stage. Hey, hello hey, and welcome. How's it going? Thanks
1: for having me.
0: Yeah, thanks for taking the time on your Friday afternoon to join us.
1: My my pleasure. It's nice to be here.
0: Yeah, we're super excited to have you. Um so Ireland, you're in Dublin, your co-founder's in Cork, right? Yeah. Very nice. So do you guys ever get to link up in the middle and work together or Yeah, we we had
1: um we, we met uh or introduced on online um as part of a uh I guess, an introduction from from Eugene to to me in, in terms of the club that I was representing at the time. I was doing some consultancy work for Shamrock Rovers, and um, it took us about fourteen months before we actually met in person when we could do. It wow. and, and the venue was London, so it was it was quite um, yeah, it was quite funny to think that it took us that long to um, to get together in person.
0: Yeah, but it's amazing what the power of the internet can do, bringing people together, bringing visions to life. It sounds like you guys were able to get a lot of work done over those 14 months. Would you mind kind of giving us like a little bit of an origin story before we hop into the questions?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my my background is um, is from sport, um, sport and esports. I've held um, some fairly exciting positions and. um most recently football, so I used to work for Fulham football Club as as head of commercial marketing there, and then I was at Brentford Football Club when they got um, promoted into the English championship for the first time and my my role um, was was very much about the commercial direction of the football club and um, we uh, had you know huge challenges in terms of getting ready for the Premier League, which they 're now in um, and and moving to a new stadium and and having having come over to um, to, to Dublin um, in nine, uh, November 2019, I met Eugene almost a year later. And up until that point, my my experience with blockchain was was limited, but it was arguably reasonable in in, in the context of sports people, you know, sports administrators, because we'd used it for a ticketing exercise at Brentford. And so when I um, when I met Eugene. Um, and we 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 got our heads around you know what what his vision was and, and and I was trying to understand how we could try and turn it into something that I could take into to people that I used to work with um with a view of them understanding what blockchain web three et etc was all about and um From that point, he took me on this crash course of NFTs, Metaverse, Blockchain. It was about an eighteen month. It was almost like an accelerator program, a one-to-one accelerator program, and um, it, it, it feels like every month is a, is, is a year in, in, um, in Web three terms. So um, it, it's been a it's been a wild wild journey. I've learned a lot on the way through. <clears throat> had a had a, had a couple of board apes at the beginning and, and sold them way too soon. So I learned my lessons. But um, you know we're uh, you know we're having some really good fun with. Um, what we're trying to create here. And um, yeah, it's, it's great to be able to share it with you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the learning curve with blockchain and crypto and um, all of that is just like 90 degrees steep, at least in my opinion. It's been very hard to dive in. Um, what was your initial reaction when you discovered blockchain in the metaverse? Um, because I'm looking at up from the bottom of the mountain like, oh, dear God, I have to climb all of that to figure out what's going on here. <laughs>
1: um uh, well it started with blockchain first so um it was all about you know how how could we how could we um move tickets from one person to the other in order to you know do the right thing by the football club and Mm -hmm. um it was very much about making sure that the safety guys were happy with us testing out this new technology that they had no idea about And, and at the same time Ticketing guys were benefiting, guys and girls were benefiting from this new technology, which was allowing us to be able to let fans share them, but share them in a way that the ticket touts wouldn't get in the way. So it was all really good practical stuff. And and having gone through a, a bit of an education session on the technology behind it and, and trying not to get lost so that we could understand it, that kind of gave me, the, I guess, the base to be able to then let Eugene drop me in the deep end and show me what nfts are and talk to me about staking nfts and and how they're going to unlock certain things and an image is more it's just more than an image it's all about opening up an experience and the communities that sit behind it and and, and, and people's expectations but also the jargon that goes along with it and understanding that you know the terminology and, and, and what have you so um yeah bit of a bit of a wild ride
0: Absolutely. And it was so funny, right before I started this podcast, I had asked Jonah, who had been uh, setting uh, up the interviews with me, do you have like a cheat sheet or something I could look at for all this jargon? And it turns out that Big Fan has one. <laughs> so when I was doing a little bit of research on Big Fan, I saw that you guys published an NFT slang cheat sheet on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And I scrolled through that. And I was like, "Whoa, this is like the vocabulary study sheet that I, I needed like a year ago. <laughs> um, so the jargon, definitely a big hurdle, and I'll probably be bookmarking that and returning to it because I can refer to it during future episodes. But it's um, definitely one of like the many barriers to understanding and kind of like diving into this. I, I'm just going to say it's like an entirely different universe. Um, so outside of the jargon, what do you think is the biggest obstacle to mainstream adoption of these technical ideas and um, processes that you were discussing, especially with the football um, uh, experience that you had and how do you think we can fix that? What do you think is the answer to that learning curve?
1: Um, if I was to if I was to pick one thing, I think the um the, the biggest challenge is, is, is just confidence. Yeah. You know there's there's a there's a whole narrative out there around um you know most recently Luna, the the crash of Luna and in in people who are, have um been speculative or you know n- not, not even wanting to try and understand it, make it harder for us to get mainstream adoption. Um, and so, you know, it's 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 down to little wins and good success stories, and and how we all communicate, you know, the 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 integrity of what we're trying to achieve, and 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 you know, people accepting that it is new technology that's constantly being tested all the time and and, and trying new innovative things, and so. I mean that that's the exciting part of it. But ultimately if you're not a if you're not a risk taker, um, it's it, it goes back to confidence, doesn't it? You you just gotta have confidence from the people around you and the people that are using it so that you you end up heading down that path as well. But I think Okay. Pers- personally I think it, it's it's inevitable people are going to start adopting it it's just a case of how soon and, and 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 what that looks like um as we you know as as, as us relatively early starters keep trying to craft and use it in a way that that makes it easy for people to accept and use
0: yeah I think ease of use is probably one of those ways that we could go about making it easily digestible um you know Entering into the space as as a newbie, definitely a little worried, especially seeing like the feedback from both sides. Like in the tech industry, you got a handful of people who are like, Mm -hmm. yes, crypto NFTs, this is the future. This is what we're doing. Like get, get on the ship now. And then there's, you know, um, those who are a little bit skeptical, and they're like, hmm, I'm not really sure. So I'm sitting in the middle trying to understand both both of these perspectives. Um, and it wasn't until I like really zoomed out to see like the bigger picture of what blockchain and NFT and the metaverse are trying to accomplish where I was like, hmm, there is some really big potential here. Let me like dive a little bit deeper and see what people are working on. Um, so I think it is that that confidence and that like, I guess enthusiasm to learn maybe a little bit about um, the changes because I automatically think about the printing press and, you know, how way back it's like the history repeating itself. Oh, the darn printing press, these kids and their letters. Um, and now it's these kids and their blockchain. So um, just kind of watching that unfold has been interesting as well. But, um, yeah.
1: I think the, um, the like, take, take gaming is a, is a real example, that You know, the adoption of Web3 technology into gaming is is arguably a, a somewhat of a seamless way for people, but particularly the young ones, because they've been playing in the metaverse for ages, haven't they? You know, ever since Minecraft and Roblox. And so it's not like it's completely new. Um, yeah. it's just the younger generation have been engaging with it in, in some way um, from those early days. So you know get gaming adoption would seem to me to be one of the one of the, the quicker Ways of 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 getting it into the mainstream, but um, the 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 interest from sports and esports, digital collectibles as the starting point, fantasy football, gaming, um, you know, all of all of those, all of those, I guess, gamified experiences that we have in typical sporting, um, you know, walks of life, and, and and just adapting it and using the technology to take it a bit further, and then you know once once we get people in that way then i think we'll we'll see things moving moving a bit quicker
0: Yeah, absolutely. And in sports, this is the first intersection. I'm sure there's there's others, but this is the first intersection I've witnessed in traditional sports, which is really interesting to me, which when I was thinking about, it's like kind of like the OG video games. The first like games that came to be was kicking a ball around or throwing a ball around. Right. Um, So when I was looking at the Big Fan site and scrolling through um, the collectibles you have to offer, the first thing I thought was this is the future of baseball card collecting. But I'm sure it goes a lot further than that. Um, So would you mind telling us a little bit more about Big Fan and um, the different kinds of digital collectibles that you're going to be offering or that you are offering now? And then how can collectors, like, showcase their pieces? Is there, like, an online or metaverse, um, I don't know, like, gallery people can come to visit? Or um, what's in the works for that?
1: Yeah. um, So, look, the the collections are going to vary because, I mean, at the end of the day, what what we're trying to do is partner with – sports and esports rights holders. So that's clubs, teams, competitions, even individuals, and, and help them to release licensed collectibles on the platform. And that those collectibles will vary between um, you know, profile cards to video moments. And even we're talking to one one of our partners who will be announcing in the coming weeks is a is a championship um, a championship ring that they're giving to their players to um, recognise their achievements last season. And we're talking to them about how we create a digital collectible version of that and be able to share that with their fans so their fans can interact in a, in a, in a way that gets them something somewhat close to what the players have, have got. So they're all going to vary. Um, we've, we've got some exciting um, new partners that, that we'll be rolling out across different sports, um, you know, from football into Irish sport, into gaming esports um and so yeah i, I guess you know we, when we roll out a beta version of our of our platform we'll be we'll be showing those but you'll see announcements coming out via um via big fan over the coming weeks um and and in, in terms of use and, and that you, you touched on before i mean the nfts being interoperable being um, you know, able to be moved from different wallets into different spaces and that connects them with the metaverse. And for us, the metaverse is a really important um, part of our ecosystem, if you like. So anyone who's buying a collectible from Big Fan will ultimately be able to unlock access to a metaverse experience, be it virtual reality, using Somnium space, um, Decentraland, or into gaming through the sandbox when they release their beta version and we we roll out our 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 gaming experience in there. Um and you talked about um I guess showing the 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 art the outside of those collectibles. So in in crypto voxels, which is another one of the main decentralized metaverses, will we'll be providing people with an ability to to, you know, show them off there, but it doesn't stop them from using them in their own, you know, in their own locations. Again, going back to the technology and it being interoperable, they're NFTs that they can be moved around. So um, we'll certainly have an ability for um, you to show off what, or flex as you like, um, you know, the the NFTs that you have in your wallet within the big fan platform. Um, Excellent. But they'll also be able to connect into OpenSea and Venly and what have you, so. Lots, lots of flexibility there. Yeah,
0: certainly sounds like it. And you, you use the term metaverses, plural. So I'm still trying to wrap my head around that concept. One thing that makes this a little bit complicated, I'm a, whole, mm-hmm. I'm a visual learner. And, you know, the metaverse isn't something you can particularly see quite yet, but you did make reference to like Mar- Minecraft and MMOs and, you know, mm-hmm. gamers kind of existing in that metaverse space. Um, what do you think this will end up looking like in the future sometimes i think about you know rick and morty with the portal gun we get to go to like different metaverses into whatever people are creating sort of thing but would you mind um you know taking an educational moment to try and help me understand the the metaverse
1: piece of this and yeah That's a big question.
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm so
1: sorry <laughs> i'm not sure i can tell you what it's going to look like in the end i don't think i don't think anyone's figured that out yet.
0: or maybe like, for, vision, for for you in particular what does it look like for big fan like Let's let's do like a vision board activity.
1: Yeah, okay, All right. I can I can do that one. Um, so I guess you know if if, if, you, if you were to come in and you you know you purchase your collectible from a from a one of our partners, so um, and and that that collectible unlocks the ability for you to go into say um, our sports world that we're looking to develop in the sandbox, and that sports world is for those of you who haven't looked at the sandbox it's very much like minecraft it's a crypto it's a voxelized design um they've got some amazing collaborators in there at the moment um with snoop Dogg and a range of different brands um going in there from hsbc to amstrad and a bunch of others and so in in this space having your collectible, going in there to undertaking this gaming experience that if, if you picture a I guess, an Olympic village and putting that into a big plot of digital land, mm-hmm. but each of those venues having a different big fan partner on it from football to rugby to horse racing to motorsport and, and, and going through this gaming experience where you enter into the stadium and go through the changing rooms and end up at a, on the pitch and then into, uh, let's say, a, a retail store in a mega store there where we've got some different wearable items from each of our, our, our partners. So it be a football shirt, um, some, some boots and, and there and there is NFTs and you'll be able to buy those NFTs and, and those wearables will give you different gaming strengths. So it might make you faster. It might make your shooting a goal a lot more accurate. Your agility is better and accumulating points through this gaming experience. And, on the way through earning rewards, so a big fan utility token will be rewarding participation in that game. Mm. Um, that that's one, I guess, view of it. Okay. Another one would be um so with Natives Gaming, which is a partner of, of of big fans, we've we've already created an arena in the Somnium Space Metaverse and how to watch party in there where you can go in, you can go into Natives.gg. Click on the arena, set up your own avatar, go in there and watch the live stream on Twitch of a game being played. Um, we've created one for one of our our early partners, Orange County Soccer Club, and it's a replica of their stadium. And uh-huh. they're they're gearing up to to do a live pre match, um, the exclusive screening of a player interview before the game in there to see a fan. They can get fan adoption coming into that space. Wow. So. Okay. You know, using the using the, the the functionality that's available within each of these different metaverse um, providers, um, and 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 being able to, I guess, maximize it so that we can get people having some good experiences in there as we as we try and build it. But there's there's a couple of scenarios for you that that we're either doing now or about to about to do.
0: That is awesome. I I really like the whole concept of going to the store and buying a shirt that will give me plus one agility or plus two agility. That's that's really cool. It's like equipping your armor in an MMO. So that yeah. first example that you gave me kind of sounds like an in real life MMO kind of experience where we're kind of, you know, going through virtual shopping, almost um, logging into our avatars. I think that's really cool. That's that so much potential. There's so much potential there. I'm yeah, oh, really excited to see how this shapes out still uh would you say it's still like relatively early? where do you think like everything is in the stage overall um,
1: yeah with the, with I guess the metaverse um, evolution evolution of those you know those metaverse locations it's um it's interesting watching how they are doing things themselves because yeah. at the end of the day you you know you buy a plot of land and then we've purchased land within each of these spaces to be able to create. Um, facilities and experiences, um, but you've got the likes of, say, of the decentralised ones, CryptoVoxels, Decentraland, and Somnium Space. They've that they allow people to go in there now, and the population in these places um, is is growing, but it's still new. There's not that many around um, unless you're putting an event on and driving people in there. So it's mm-hmm. not necessarily a casual experience. It's an event-related one or content-related one at the moment. Um, and, you know, we saw that in a, in a really good, powerful way when the Australian Open did their um, execution last year and created a, a, a location within Decentraland. And likewise, um, the example I gave with, with Natives Gaming and doing a streaming in that space. And so their approach was unlock early and let people use it and build as we go, whereas the Sandbox, for instance, are holding back and... Theirs is incentivizing their, their approach is to incentivize people who are owning land to create things before they release their beta version. So hopefully there'll be a more of a populated experience, and then when they roll that beta version out. Um, but there's amazing other, you know, other ones that that we're looking into now, like Realm um, and the other side. We secured a, a piece of land, and, and the other side, which is the Board at Yacht Club um, Metaverse experience. So. There's more coming in, um, yeah. and it's about what functionality they provide at the beginning and how we can and how we can use it to to give the fans of of the, of the clubs and esports teams um, some some amazing experiences.
0: Yeah, yeah, I was going to ask, like, what were some of the because it sounds like there's quite a few to choose from. What were the criteria that you guys were looking for when it came to selecting?
1: Uh, they, they, that would, that that goes down to um, i guess Eugene's um Eugene's willingness to try things out and innovate early on um, so he uh, to be fair to him he he secured some of these locations that we're we're looking to to build into the ecosystem, into the big fan ecosystem he secured them a couple of years ago um when it was when it was really new um and we're benefiting from that now so um but there's as i say there's there's more coming online every day um but kudos shout out to eugene
0: yeah eugene shout out to you no uh couldn't get him on the podcast today unfortunately No.
1: I'm, sh- I'm sure we can i'm sure we can get him on here soon
0: yes all right sweet we could do uh one with you and him together be cool <laughs> but um so, to my understanding, Gamify connected with Big Fan through the Launchpool Web3 Tech Stars Accelerator. That's a mouthful. Um, can you share a little bit more about this and your experience with um, Tech Stars?
1: Yeah, it, it, look, it, it's a it's a humbling one. Um, you know, there's ten. Nine other amazing um startups um run by some amazing people and, and you know we, we've we we're, we're all scattered all over the globe it's um it's the first um what would you call it it's the, it's the first web three focused accelerator for tech stars so um for those who don't know tech stars it, it's all about give first um, this is all about people powered. Acceleration of, of of that startup process, and it's a thirteen week program, and um, it's it's just amazing. Um, yeah, I have to say, you know, the, the amount of information that we're getting, the amount of support we're getting, the meeting new people, everyone wants to see you succeed, and so it's it's a it's a, it's a great place to be, particularly for us at this time. Um, benefited massively from it, and. You know, with with the the team at Alphabet sitting in behind and pool. that's how we met Laura representing them, and Pete Townsend and Hugh McGurr and Hannah Dobson and um, Wesley and Sarah and, and Polar that make up the, the the techstars team and support team there. Um, that you know, that it's, it's, it's yeah, it's fantastic. Um, yeah, it sounds uh, what like a say.
0: <laughs> what, yeah, it sounds like a a place full of collaboration where everybody's kind of like cheering each other on. And I got that when I saw it was like they do classes. So class of twenty twenty two, I saw on your LinkedIn and also yeah. on the uh, press release. Can you can you talk a little bit more about that? Do you like apply to be a part of a class? How did what was it like getting involved?
1: Yeah, there's a there's a there's a there's an application process. There's a pitch process. Um, I think we went through we went through three meetings evaluating, you know, our business, evaluating us as people because their focus is, you know, while it's while it's about an investment in a business, it's the people behind the business yeah. that they want to understand. Um and the you know, the, the 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 class nature of it goes back to the alumni and the network that you then become part of. And this was this was sort of shown to us at the beginning when we would have, you know, a range, and we still do now, we're sort of six weeks, six, seven weeks into it, and we're getting founder stories from, you know, past, you know, alumni of Techstars that have, mm-hmm. that have gone through the process and sharing their uh, their, their reflections of, of what they went through at the time, but also giving us time to help us based on what they're doing. Um, so, yeah, it's great.
0: Excellent. Are there any uh, companies in your class that you admire for what they're doing um,
1: and what they're bringing to the space yeah uh, yes i mean look it wouldn't be it wouldn't be um, it wouldn't be mean not to recognize all of them you know they they they're all they're all doing very different things um, so you've got you've got crowd class you've got viper viper protocol you've got Dow ventures um, you know crowd class is, is about online learning um, Dow Ventures Viper Protocol are, are looking at FinTech side of things. We've got stakes, which is about entertainment and, and music, musicians and artists. Um, Live Jewel, mega fans and, and us are in that sort of gaming sports space. And then your diamonds. So um and, and with your diamonds, Tim's based out of Australia. Um, you've got some that in uh, Mega Fans are in Canada and America. And then I can't forget Barter Chain. So Carla, who's who's the other Irish um venture, Live Jewel, um Barter Chain, which is Carla, and 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 also a big fan of the three Irish um, businesses or three Irish startups in the in in the pool. So I'm I am i am certainly not gonna pick one out as uh <laughs> I couldn't do that. They're all great. Yeah. They're all doing amazing things.
0: I understand. It's nice to have like um, others from your country working on this as well. Um, I've been, I've been when I went to Ireland once and I was able to go from the East coast to the West coast and in, in a day you could get through a lot of the country. So have you been able to collaborate now that the, you know, the world is kind of operating back into normal? Um, have you been able to collaborate or meet up for coffee with any of these folks and connect? Is it like a networking experience or just kind of like, you're all very busy working on your <laughs> projects? <Yeah.
1: laughs> Yeah, it's it's um. So, so the first two weeks we were all in Dublin, um, and that you know that was a that was a way of getting everyone connected and and and, and sort of aligned, understanding what everyone's doing, so that we can all help each other. Um, we ended up doing an away weekend in Galway, which was which was great. Um, okay, good you know, crack as we say in Ireland. Um, <laughs> and it is a New Zealand accent as well, not an Australian one. Um, so. And then on the way through, um, because of the different time zones from Singapore, China, America and what have you, our afternoons are pretty much full. They're pretty much full with um, either um, sessions on particular topics like token creation, tokenomics, you know, um, down to. All of, the, all of the different disciplines that we have to go through in financial planning and forecasting and investment and so on. So our afternoons are loaded up. That's where we all connect online through Zoom,
0: nice. um,
1: run the sessions, evaluations at the end of the week. But this is all building towards... Um, Demo day, which is which is where we go out and we actually pitch our businesses in front of a a number of VCs that have been invited along, and so everyone is head down, focused, building towards that, and um, everyone comes back into Dublin again for that for that two week period at the end.
0: Nice. And when when is um when is that day? When is demo day?
1: The thirtieth of June.
0: Oh, okay, coming up soon. You guys got a month or so. Yeah, no pressure.
1: No no pressure at all. Can't feel any pressure.
0: I guess that's a really good way to lead into one of the last questions I have here about your goals for the rest of the year. So, goal, get through the demo. (laughs) Um, So, what else do you have lined up for the rest of the year um, with you and Eugene and the rest of the team?
1: Sure. Well, at at the moment, we are um, we've got six amazing mentors, uh, lead mentors that are that are helping us. We had to we had to go through this. Um, series of what we call mental madness, where we had twenty-minute sessions with um, people from industry globally, doing a twenty-minute pitch and explanation to try and understand whether whether they could help us and what we're doing. And so we had ninety of those wow. across a series of te- of nine sessions, and we've got six of those amazing people helping us now. Um, so taking their input, what we're what we're taking out of the textiles and, and, and launchpool program. Um, we, you know, our, our main aim is our main aims are to get our team built, set up, to get our beta version live, and to give our partners that we have now and the ones that we're going to bring on in the in the near term some successful launches. Um, and hopefully, that means that we've got a growing base of fans from sports and esports coming into to our our platform and the experiences we're creating. Um, and, and and just just absorbing more and learning more as the technology evolves and the information that we get access to um, so that we can keep innovating. Yeah. I think that, that would be a bit of a mouthful, but but certainly what we what we want to try and achieve over the rest of the year, I think.
0: Definitely manageable. But the last piece about staying current on everything that's going on, that's probably the toughest. <laughs> it feels it's like it changes home. by the second. It, it feels like it changes by the second.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's okay, like, you know, like I I I wasn't kidding when I said each month feels like a year. It, it, yeah. it's, it's that fast. Yeah. Um but it's good, it's exciting.
0: We're trying our best to catch trying up. <laughs> um before we do part ways, Kurt, could you tell us where we could find BigFan online for those who are listening?
1: Yeah, um uh, bigfan.io um is the is the web domain. Um we've got a uh, we've got a holding page there that gives people a bit of an insight into what we've got, um, and they can they can register there for for email updates as we start ramping up our our um, our marketing communications around it. Um, we're on LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Discord. Discord is great. We've got a new community manager who joined us this week, so we'll be engaging oh. all the time um, within there, and we'd love to have um, more and more people join. Um, and we're about to get our Telegram. Um, set up. We've been a little bit very, uh, slow on getting Telegram set up, so that that'll be up and running shortly.
0: Nice, awesome. All right, Kurt. Thank you so much for your time today. I hope you enjoy your weekend, and um, maybe in the future we can get Eugene on. We can have uh, another chat on the Gamify Podcast.
1: That'd be amazing. And thank thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah, anytime. Um, but all right, everybody, we're going to sign off on episode twenty seven of the Gamify Everything podcast. I'll see you next week. All right, bye.